Let's go, Cowboy Nation. This is the Law Nation Midday Report. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Yes. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you. Thank those who tuning in to this thing. Let's get this thing going one way or another. We got another Midday Sports Report. Yeah. Let the room fill up first. Yeah. Yes. We got news out there. We got news. We got news for you guys out here today. I really appreciate everybody for the Midday Sports Report. This is your brother from another mother. No other don't look like Danny Glover, but I keep it cool with you guys. Yes, we are live like 95. It is the Midday Sports Reports, and we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, right? (laughs) Let's get this thing going, man. Uh, So we heard news out there that um, Sean Lee, when healthy, According, according to Jerry Jones, that he's going to put LVE or Leighton Van Der Esch or the Wolfpack or however you want to call them, Howl at the Stars or whatever nickname, Van Helen, Van Jalen, you know, those names out there. We're going to put him on the bench. Uh, my thing is I want to get you guys collective thoughts on this uh, before I go into what I think that what should happen and what's going to happen, whether or not this is tongue in cheek or whether or not this is Jerry Jones doing the Jerry Jones things and just selling the, uh, the, the aspect of maybe LVE hits the bench and Sean Lee gets out there. And think about that mind manipulation of this thing, too. When you're talking about the filthy, they just won the or two-game winning streak. And the best thing that you can ever do, do for them is have them studying extra film on a guy that may not even play. So that's a, it's a conundrum, right? It's something that we have to figure out to ourselves. Maybe Jerry Jones is just manipulating the media, and they're already going to say, man, we're going to put LVE out there, which – the guy is on pace to be a rookie of the year. Kind of be, it's going to be kind of crazy to put this man on the bench. And for those who are out there saying that, hey, this is like Romo 2.0. This is just like when Dak Prescott was doing his thing. We had the winning streak and what have you. And they put, uh, they kept Tony Romo on the bench. No, these things are totally different. When you are the quarterback of the team, most of the onus is on you, but as well as the team have to play together. And then there's a thing called chemistry. The chemistry that LVE got with uh, well, got with uh, Jalen Smith is different. Jalen Smith and LVE they play, they complement each other. Now I'm not, I'm not saying that Sean Lee when he gets into the mix that is not happening. But, but from a natural study of things, yes, one can argue the fact that Sean Lee is a better player than than any linebacker that we got out there now. But it's a different situation, different scenario. So with that being said, man, I'm going to just go ahead and give a shout out to the first person that's in the chat box. I always appreciate that. Uh, no Dak Ninja, the first person in here, man. Let, that lets me know that you part of the notification gang, gang, gang squad. You know what I mean? What's up? Uh, Deagle713, second place, close but no cigar. DJ Cobbs, he's always in this thing. He's third place. Uh, you know, he, he, he said, why can't we have all three as it relates to the linebacking situation? <clears throat> I'm going to break that down to why you can't have all three. But shout out to um, Jeremy Van over here on the uh, Facebook panel. I call it the Facebook Elite Panel. Appreciate you for tuning in, Jeremy. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content as we dive into the reason why this linebacking core cannot go with all three 
naturally in a perfect world, right? In a perfect world, I would move LVE Leighton Vander as the Mike slide, slide Jalen Smith over as the Sam and I'll keep Sean Lee as the weak side linebacker. Uh, the reason why it's because when you look at tape and film on LVE, you can naturally see with your eyes that the guy got the size, he got the height, he got the measurables. You can put a check mark by all those boxes there. But the thing that Jalen Smith got that LVE just don't, he, he's still developing, is that, is that real vicious hit tenacity that the guy that can just crash your field shed the block and then still penetrate and get to the runner or get to the quarterback and things like that. That's why Jalen Smith got four, four sacks. <laughs> Jalen Smith got four sacks because of those reasonings, because of the temperament. Now going side to side, turning and flexing his hips, LVE number 55, double nickel. He's been doing that, you know, and we see that out on tape, but he still, he still have to process all the information and then pursue to the ball. Now, when you put him in at the mic, now he got to call out everything, process that information, shed the block, and still get to the opposition. That's a lot of work for a rookie to do. So down the line, maybe year three, maybe year four, they make that switch. Now on the fly, when they jump into the nickel formation, they do change back and forth with whether he be the nickel or whether he be the mic or whether he be the weak side or the strong side on that particular packages. That's just how it goes. So with that being said, it's just one of those things. Now, as far as the other players that we want to bring up before this Philadelphia Eagle game, we got to talk about the, uh, the the Tyron Smiths. He's saying that he's healthy. He's saying that he's going to be, be back out there. He's going to be ready for the filthy, and he's going to be ready to lace them up and be out there. And then uh, Mike Fisher reported on the uh, David Irving uh, scenario is that David Irving should be able to play. It just mentally he's not able to play. It's nothing to do with a high ankle sprain. It's nothing to do with uh, an injury or things like that. It's just all about mental, according to Mike Fisher, you know. So follow him, tweet out to him and say, hey, man, what's the scoop again on, <laughs> on David Irving? Why do he really don't want to be able to be out there? I think David Irving got a lot of situations that's going on in his head opposed to what's going on in his body as far as his physical uh, talents there. All right, so what we have here, Bruce Allen, man. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Halter Rivas Lee will be a sick linebacker coach. Yes, Montego, Montique Jones. What's up? Lee needs to rotate and just come back. Um, we can probably do that, the rotation piece of Sean Lee, but the problem is with that is when I'm talking about linebackers, I kind of relate them as well as like the safety or or some of the defensive backs. Some of those, some of the people that play football or play sports, it's all about the flow of the game. And you can see things that happen in the first quarter. You can make adjustments and then say, okay, I've seen him cut off on his button hook this way. So the next time I see this exact same formation, I'm going to jump that. And then if you look at LVE's ability to catch the interception, it's because he processed it and he said, okay, this is where the ball should be delivering at. I'm going to jump the route this time. I'm going to make sure that I'm around close enough in this proximity so when the ball bounces off the body of the opposition, I can take this ball. Or I can get low and get small and get skinny inside, and then I can really creep up. But when he's not like just been thrown out there with 15 snaps opposed to 60 or 30, well, 66 snaps have been as high as I believe. But when he gets thrown out there for 25 snaps, 
He may not be able to process those things fast enough. He may not be able to see those things fast enough. Now, with Sean Lee, you can put him in at any given time because he's already a whiz. He's already been out there long enough to understand what needs to be done and what should be done and things like that. So it's always a fickle process whether or not you want to put LVE out there or, or rotate uh, Sean Lee out there to see what, what can be better for the team. Shout out to David Alexander the Great for making the donation to help grow the nation. Smith, middle linebacker. Lee, weak side linebacker. LVE as the Sam linebacker sounds perfect. Mm. No, I, I disagree, David. I, I thank you for making the donation to help grow the nation. I just don't really want to see LVE as the Sam. Uh, you got so many responsibilities as taking on and, and immediately fight, fighting towards those, uh, those, those bigger guys as it relates to the tight end, coming down, crashing. If you really want to take advantage of, of that situation, just, just move Jalen Smith at that spot. You keep... Um, I don't know, man. This, now, this is what we can do. <laughs> if, we, if we so happen to get into the playoffs, right, and you worried about Sean Lee's ability to stay healthy. But at this point, every game is valuable, right? He can, you guys can agree with me, right? Every game is valuable. So what you can do at that fashion is that you can move Sean Lee at Mike. <laughs> Sean Lee, be Mike. Be the Mike. Be the Mike. And uh, remember when Sean Lee played the mic, he led the he led the Cowboys for two seasons in interception. So he was able to to process and uh, eliminate those things and play that position. Now I'm leaving out Damian Wilson for the fact that can he trail and carry a field and covering out of space? Damian Wilson is a nice. I'm talking about a nice uh, uh, Sam strong side linebacker, but his problem is is covering out of space and getting and turning his head around upfield. Now, he is aggressive. He's, he plays a little bit more aggressive than, than a uh, LVE, and he plays a little bit more aggressive, believe it or not, in certain factors than a Jalen Smith. So that's why he sits on the strong side. But his 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 only reservation that you can have on my guy, Damian Wilson, shout out to him, number 57, is his coverage ability, especially when they when look at the Red, 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 Red Redskins game. The first touchdown that they was able to get it was because uh, they motioned – uh, the the tight end into the inside. He made a uh, a drag route up across the middle, and th that was the rest of the history of uh, number fifty seven covering him. Uh, rotation Lee is fragile. This is Ty Jefferson. I, I agree to a certain default, but it is what it is. He flies out to the ball. Lee knows one speed, whereas you will see fifty seven at times. On uh, you'll see him like okay, I'm I'm not gonna go a hundred miles to nothing on this play. <laughs> or you'll see number 55, you know, he, he would call out and say, okay, give me a breather. Or you'll see 54, he would sit there and, and be like, man, gasp right now. <laughs> but Sean Lee, you rarely see that. Sean Lee is going to go 100 miles to nothing. Uh, we saw on one play, I think it was against the Redskins the first time, uh, they said that out of all of his scouting tapes, out of all of his, uh, I think it was uh, one of those people uh, – next generation stats or next gen stats they were uh flying out to the ball they said that sean lee flew out to the ball faster than he ever ran before in his whole entire career to stop alex smith from uh getting that first down and and that's what sean lee brings it's small intangibles too but just like david alexander says right here that's right he did get smoked <laughs> yes you're right uh chas what's good man they better not bench lve 
Talk to Jerry Jones, man. Talk to Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones know more than what we do. And then on top of that, he, he controls everything. Uh, shout out to David Thornton that's on my Facebook panel. Appreciate you, man. Smith, Austin, Irving, plan. Uh, no, they're not playing. Austin is not playing. Irving is not playing. But Smith declared that he will play. Thank you for bringing up that, 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 that communication on my Facebook. I really appreciate it. Uh, who else we have? Ty Jefferson. Yeah, Lee should be our linebacker coach. I agree 1 million percent. Uh, if somehow when Lee decides to hang it up, <laughs> that they should make him an offer immediately, like they did Kayla Moore's of the Worlds or, or any other player they used to play for the team. Just let them stay inside because Lee got so much knowledge, man. You can only imagine if Lee had LVE's body <laughs> or if Lee had uh, well, LVE's health. If if Lee had, uh, let me see who else we can bring up, Jason Witten's health. Man, if, Lee, if Sean Lee had Jason Witten's health, they will build a statue outside of the stadium. In every county in Texas, they would have a Sean Lee statue of him being the greatest linebacker of all time. That's how bad, that's how cold Sean Lee is. People be like, Luke Keekley, who? That Sean Lee is a nasty dog out there, boy. That Sean Lee is nasty. Uh, Tavon going to play? Uh, I don't know. I think Jerry Jones earlier this morning uh, mentioned that. Uh, reach out to uh, Mike Fisher as well. You know, he, he knows more about who's going to play and, and these sorts of things. But I think that the type of injury that Tavon Austin uh, occur well have or what have you uh, is it, one of those things that can be nagging and you want that to be 100% complete before you throw him out there because because of the, the type of routes he runs and the way he runs and he's about five foot eight 175 pounds and I'm giving you the five so it's one of those things where it's, you want Sean well not Sean Lee I'm thinking about Sean Lee you want Tavon Austin to be 100% right before you put him out there Yes, uh, Peter says punch him in the mouth. Yeah, man, we got we got to punch him in the mouth, man. We got to do them eagles. I mean, the eagles. I'm calling them all type of names. I can't I can't say their name right. Oh, cry eagles, cry. So, before I get into the uh, final minutes of my time, I, I really want to talk about the uh, the eagles. I, I really want to talk to you guys about what can happen uh, about these eagles. They are six and six at this point. So kind of like when we played against the, um, I, I want to say the Redskins, it was like we had the, the Redskins had the upper end of it, and we was like five and five at the time, I believe. So it's one of those things where we collectively, Cowboy Nation, we cannot take the Eagles for granted. We got to be able to punch them in the mouth. We know that revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting you know what. And we got to figure out a way. So that when we play them, we don't have to fold up. You know, we got to continue to attack, and we must score early and often, and we cannot make the mistakes. Dak Prescott cannot hold the ball too long. Ezekiel cannot play basketball with the football. And then on top of that, Amari Cooper. I declare and I decree for Amari Cooper to get out there and make things happen this week. 
in on Sunday because he needs to get out there and get another 100-yard passing day, you know, or receiving day because I really think that he had the temperament and the fortitude. Before I get into this thing a little bit further, Calvin Williamson, thank you for making the wonderful donation to help grow the nation, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, He dropped $10 into the folds. He says, have a sister here with me. Can you please re-explain the linebacker position? Okay, yeah. So in a linebacker position, you got – Three linebackers out there on the base linebacking formation for the 4-3 defense. Normally, the reason why you see less of number 57, who is the Sam linebacker, because the Cowboys line up more in the nickel, meaning that you will have the Jalen Smith, who is in the middle linebacker, which is what we call out there for short, Mike. And then we have the weak side linebacker, which normally lines up opposite side of the tight end, which is what we call the wheel linebacker or the weak side, and it's the position that LVE plays. Now, with all that being said, these linebacker positioning been one of the best all through offseason and training camp and in the preseason, what have you, everybody, even uh, um, I want to say her name is just slipping my mind. Mm, got her name. But she mentioned that that was one of the first things that she pointed out during the uh, offseason. Uh, I want to say Taylor Stern, but she she's on uh, NFL Network. Uh, Jane Slater, yeah, Jane Slater. She she pointed out that this linebacking core may be may surprise the in the NFL. She was the first one to mention that when she was out there in Oxnard. So what's happening now is that naturally the weak side linebacker positioning we all know that that, that has been covered has been covered by Sean Lee. And the reason why they flexed him from the mic to the weak side, so he he would not have to deal with trash. He wouldn't have to worry about shooting the gaps or being involved in uh, breaking away from the opposition and getting to the op- and getting getting to the quarterback or covering people out in space. All he had to do is left and right movement or lateral movement, and uh, that's what happened with that. So. LVE been doing a fantastic job. He makes it difficult because sometimes you cannot just evaluate six foot four front height. So that's just what it what that is right there. But appreciate your question. Thank you for tuning in, Calvin Williamson. Uh, David Alexander, he's also made another donation. Appreciate it, man. He says Lee. Uh, Lee got the swag. The coach linebackers better than more. Y- yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I agree, Lee. I agree one million percent that Lee does. He he got the. This is the thing. Before I go into more Eagles talk, I always say that everyone has a reason, a reasoning, right? But results are what matter. You know, you guys tune in for this show to hear or listen in to certain words that I want to say about the Cowboys, right? So that was your reasoning. But I must have the results. I must deliver. I can't just be sitting here saying, oh, la, 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 you know, or blah, 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 blah. You know, you guys came here for me to give you guys some information. And that's what I, that's why I'm here. So even though, even if you go to work, whatever you may do in life, you have a reason to go do those things. But results are what matter. You cannot be working a 40-hour-a-week job or 80 hours every two-week job and you bring home 300 bucks. That's not enough. That's not enough results for that reasoning, for, for whatever you're doing. So you go back and you reevaluate whatever you're doing and you say, how can I increase my $300 for 40 hours a week to at least 1000 right? <laughs> $1,000 a week is cool. Or 
$3,000 every two weeks, you know. So you try to go figure out how can I improve my bottom line. So with that being said, when we play the filthy this weekend, everybody have a reasoning for us to say that Jason Garrett suck or Dak Prescott cannot do this and can't do that or for Ezekiel, my man, the Elliot, the path of the righteous man to do a certain things. Everybody have their reasoning to say that and they have their reasoning to be in the NFL. But results are what matter. What they're doing now, they have the reasoning to, to go out there to practice, to elevate themselves out there on the field. But if, if when it comes down to it at the end of the day, if you're not winning the game, all what you did is nothing. If you're not improving, all what you said is nothing. All you got to do is get out there and make the results to make things happen. That's what I'm talking about. Remember I said this, that there's three types of people out there in this world before I really get into the Eagles talk. I got a, at least five more minutes. There's people that go out there and make things happen, a person that watch things happen, and a person that's, that says, man, what just happened? And those are types of teams out there as well. This team needs to be the team that go out there and make things happen. We are right now, we are in the driver's seat. And if we can't go out there and dominate because we just show who we are against the Saints, and if we can't use that momentum to beat down the Philadelphia Eagles, if we allow them to come in our house and take our throne and take our positioning, then we had the reasonings, but the results didn't matter. So we need to get out there and make things happen when it comes Sunday. One way or another, we need to show and prove to not just the Eagles, not just to the NFC East, not just to the NFL or the AFC, whatever it may be. We need to prove to the nation, the world, and Stephen A. Smith and whoever else who talk noise about my Cowboys, oh my bad, about our Cowboys, that we the real deal Holyfield. We the real team out here. Me or do a barbecue. We're going to put up when we just, we just not going to be able to say to ourselves, yeah, we shut up. No, we're going to put it up. And then I'm talking about the D-Laws of the world who's proving it out there, hitting people and punching people in the mouth. That's what we need right now, baby. Yeah, so <laughs> let me calm down just a little bit. Let me calm down. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. All right, so let me do this right here. Uh, the Eagles. In order to beat the Eagles, you got to eliminate their run. They are a run team. Believe it or not, when they won the Super Bowl, they were third ranked overall in run. If you look at the game last night, you saw number 33 get loose, and you saw as well the uh, the, the, the small scat back, uh, the, the ageless wonder. Uh, I forgot his name, Darian Sproles, I believe, number 43. The guy that can run intermediate routes and also catch the ball out of the backfield, and he can kill you off the punt game. If we control those factors, you can get the – Carson Wentz, who does stare down his receivers, you can get him in one-dimensional. Now, the problem is with the cover two defense, and the reason why we need LVE and Jalen Smith to play a sound game and don't, then not thinking out there is because the weakness of any cover two defense would be the middle seam routes, your, your, your drags across the middles, and your button hooks that's inside. So what we need to do is we need to take away the run, force, force them to play and pass to those tight ends, because I believe that my linebackers versus their tight end, we can win that battle. Although they got Zach Ertz out there, who's nasty out there, I think that that matchup, I would rather for us to win the game in those factors. Do not let 33 run, and do not let 43 get out of the backfield and embarrass you, whether it be punt return, kickoff return, or little dink dunk passes, and, and he's taking it up the field. I'm not worried about uh, number 19 on their team. I'm not worried about 
uh, the, the big, tall, physical receiver. I forgot his name as well. I'm just forgetting everybody's name today. I need to get some more coffee, I guess. But I'm not worried about those guys. But we just need to man up and be up and put up and just do what we need to do, like D-Law said. Punch them in the mouth. Just do that. And that's all the time I have for this wonderful day, really. Really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Let me know whether or not you feel that the Cowboys should be able to dominate. Put your score predictions down. Let me know whether or not you feel in favor of uh, LVE hitting the bench or you really feel like, hey, Sean Lee can come back into this thing and it can be like something that's just, just remarkable because we know that Sean Lee flies out to the ball, dissect plays like no other. Let me give a quick shout-out. Family first, thank you for tuning in. Thank those who made the donation as well to help grow the nation. David Alexander, you always appreciate it, as well as, uh, let me see who else we had here, uh, Calvin. And uh, I really appreciate you, man, for doing this thing. Guys, don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. I got a podcast. It's LAW Nation. You can look me up on iTunes. You can look me up on, on Pocket Cast or as well as uh, a Google Play. You name it, I'm there. You, you will either see my face or my logo out there, and you can hear me from there, especially if you're on the road and you're traveling. Uh, I got a Facebook page that I'm trying to regrow. All I want you guys to do, if you're on Facebook, just type in LAW Nation. You can find my, my Facebook page there. Leave a review, whether you like it or whether you hate it or whatever it may be, what's on your mind. Leave a review and share the content and uh, help support the nation in those factors. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. I will be remiss to add the fact that we have a sponsor. That's Cowboys Experience. Now, this is the thing. This is the unique thing about Cowboys Experience. If you want to be able to be in the mix with the NFL stars, the legends like Drew Pearson, number 88, the original 88, he will be in the mix this coming Saturday between 2 and 4.30. We will have uh, Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, uh, Jeff Heath. I think we may have also the rookie phenom, number 13, Michael Gallup. Yes, we will have those guys into the mix. I would love to see you guys face there. All you got to do is type in Lava Cantina, and uh, it's in Plano, Texas. It's right around the street from the star, and I would love to see you guys. All you got to do, the normal ticket pricing is like $95 and beyond. You just say, hey, I came here on the strength of Mark Holmes or on the strength of Botch Lombardi, Big Game James, or Law Nation, whoever you say that does this thing out here that we do it. They will give you, you can get enter access for 20 bucks. You cannot beat that, baby. And then on top of that, you get pictures with Drew Pearson. And also you get pictures with the uh, the, 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 the replicate Super Bowls. <laughs> they got the actual Super Bowl trophies, the same exact height. The, 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 the weight of the Super Bowl trophy, they're heavy. And I would love to see you guys there one way or another. I really appreciate everything. And uh, thanks for the donation again, David Alexander. Big Perm, what's good with you? No Dak Ninja 3317. Yes, yes. And uh, Dizzy Fusion, yes, yes, yes. Uh, obvious, yes, 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 yes. I love to see this guy. Let's get this thing going. Let me start it over. Y'all hear this music. Y'all hear it. Y'all hear it. Yeah. <clears throat> That's all the time I have for today. I really thank you for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute. Peace. I see y'all, man. Stuart, DeAngelis. Yes, what's good, man? Thank you for tuning in to the nation. 
jump back over to my Facebook page. Y'all hit that share button, like this content, baby. Vincent Warren, Dan Rays, yes. Appreciate you for tuning in, baby. Jam on out. We got to get this W one way or another, right? Yeah. Can't lead to that backdrop beat command. Come on, come on in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Peace. DC for life.